Fiends and Horror Hounds, this is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good, how's it going? At the Hungry Heifer! <laughs> Dude, it's great, isn't it? I love that song. Oh, oh my, it's such an earworm immediately. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love that they even play it for the credits again, they know. Oh yeah, after like the big like emotional like Charlie part. It's like, the Hungry Heifer! <laughs> <laughs> Kill Kreitz! We're back to Kreitz! Yeah, dude, it's been a long time, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, what did you say? It was like year one? It was like one of it the was, very first... It was like, <laughs> isn't like the first 20 episodes or something like that when we did Critters? Which, I haven't watched the first one since then, and I almost wish I would've before I watched this one again. Like, I pieced it together as it went along, and at the very end, I was like, oh, okay, I got it now. But I was like, it, do we know that kid? Like, I remember Charlie, but... Oh, dude, Critters, you, as you know, is one of my favorites. Yeah. This is insulting to hear you say. Well, I enjoy Critters okay, but I don't have the love for it that, like, you do. Yeah, dude, Critters is... Terrified me as a kid. And really kind of got me into a lot of why did... A lot of early stuff that I really went through was Critters, Leprechaun, Friday and Nightmare. And, like, those were, like, my early things I really latched on to, were, like, a lot of those. So this was always a fun time for me to get to go back to get to this. Uh, Critters and Leprechaun? I'm surprised you don't, like, adore Veronica. No, fuck that movie. But I think we've said this before, but on the list of, like, 80s little monster creatures... I'd say, what, it goes Gremlins first. Yeah, of course. Then I would say Critters. Yes. Then there's Hobgoblins. Yeah. And then under Hobgoblins, way under there, is Ghoulies. Yeah, probably. That sounds about right. Yeah. When Hobgoblins is above you, that says something. <laughs> At least for the first movies. But this is Critters 2, a.k.a. Critters 2, the main course. Look... I see it listed as that. It doesn't say that in the movie. It doesn't say that on the poster. I don't get where I'm seeing this title randomly pop up. I, it's even on, like, the Wikipedia. It says, like, also known as just Critters 2. So, most people just drop that, it seems like. Yeah, I've never actually seen anything with the main course added to it. But I enjoy it. It's a nice tagline. Yeah. This was the direct full the full length directorial debut of Mick Garris. Yes, um, I enjoy his podcast. I listen to it from time to time. I did, and actually, there's a really fun episode where it's all about critters too. They have him, Lin Shay, the Kyoto brothers are all on it, like kind of reminiscing about the time making critters too, which is a fun. You guys can listen to that after this. That's great. And also the writer on Hocus Pocus, The Fly 2, like, this guy's really ingrained in horror. Yes, and as you kind of brought up too, Critters is definitely a Gremlins ripoff. Make no mistake about it. Yeah, even there's one scene in this where there's a critter in a refrigerator, and it's like almost like copy and paste from Gremlins. 
Yeah, and then, like, you have the chaos scenes and everything like that, just like yeah. the Gremlins. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, 1988. Um, two ratings, PG-13. My cut was definitely rated R. Oh, because I saw that, where it's, like, PG-13, but then later there's a naked lady. And I was like, how is this PG-13? Yeah, and I didn't see anything that was, like, the unrated version I watched or anything, so I don't know, was this the home video release version or something? It must have been. So it starts with this title card being eaten, and right back to our bounty hunters in space, and I love that Charlie is now with them. Yeah, Charlie's one of them. He's uh, got, he's way better than he was in, like, the first movie, where, like, I don't exactly, was he, like, a drunk in the first movie? They allude to that in this one. Yeah, he was just always drunk. He was the town drunk who heard aliens through his fillings in his teeth. Oh, that's right. I remember that now. But yeah, now he's with the bounty hunters, and they're on this mission. He, the alien thereafter, jumps on him, attacking them, but they get it, and they throw it into their carbonite storage. Yeah, with like, it's really cool. I love all this space stuff that Critters plays with. Of like, there are just alien bounty hunters out there just always looking for like the bad aliens. Of it's like weird, like tentacle creature. It's like is in there. Um, there's one that kind of looks like Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> but I love their boss thing. Because then just like a random good alien appears on the screen. And it's like, I f- always forget about this part of Critters. What, the space of it all? Yeah, how much of space there is. It's not like, let's say, a non-horror movie, Predator, where you see the Predator get (laughs) dropped off for like half, like a split second, like off the spaceship, and then that's all the space stuff. Dude, you clearly have not seen the sequels. This one has like a, of course not. Uh, This one has like a weird testicle monster in it, but it's a good guy. (laughs) Yeah, he says that there's still residual crate life found on Earth, and so they're going to have to go back to get it. Right, and Charlie is, like, a little hesitant, it seems, to maybe go back to Earth, because he's like, oh, we going back to Earth? Yeah, I mean, he's been off-planet forever. Yeah. But then we cut to Brad going back home to Grover's Bend. Brad was our little kid from the first movie who, remember, would make pipe bombs and call them firecrackers. That's right, yes. Because I even looked to see if it's the same actor came back for this one. Yeah. But he's known as, like, the alien nut now in this town, where he's almost sneaking back in. Where, like, for some reason, he has, like, a big tag with his name on it on his book bag that he's, like, covering <laughs> up so the bus driver doesn't see it. It's like, your mom sewed that on for you? <laughs> but look like think about how unlike when someone says aliens invade your farm you already have a hefty amount of skepticism but you're like they blew it up but the bounty hunters magically put it all back together yeah no one's gonna believe you right but the bus driver starts talking to him about not much in Grover's Bend but there was that whole porcupine alien incident if you believe that <laughs> He's like, oh, I haven't heard about that. Like, pulling his hat down like it's Captain America in a Marvel movie trying to be incognito. (laughs) But then, I guess the Brown family has moved away because their old farm we go to, and this kid's trying to sell crate eggs to this guy just as weird eggs. Yeah, it's, well, there's also a very important 
little thing here where they go into the barn and they're like, oh man, it's really cold in here. Ooh, is it cold? They make like a real big deal of like, it's cold in here. Hint, hint, look, eggs. Oh, because they have to be warm to hatch? Yeah, because later, as soon as they take it out of the coldest barn in the entire world, it goes like they go in the sunlight or they go in front of heaters and that's when they hatch. So they've been dormant Uh, this whole time. That makes sense. But he's like, what are they? Well, whatever you want them to be. Yeah, why, how did he find these? Why did he find, like, weird eggs and being like, yes, I can trick someone into giving me beer for these? I mean, it worked. Yeah. I also love where he's like, um, what's he say? It's like, give me a case of uh, Schlitz form. It's like, you know, like a little bit better of a beer. And then they get to, like, the junk guy's, like, a uh, garage or whatever, and he hands them the like generic, just white can with beer and black lettering yes. on it, which is so great because my dad and I both collect beer cans, and we both have these generic, just beer cans. And I remember I loved them since I was like little. It's just so funny. The beer cans from every '80s horror movie. Yes. But Brad pulls up in the bus, drops him off, and Lynn Shay, playing this reporter lady Sally, sees Bradley Brown comes back to Grover's Bend and thinks it's going to be a big story and everything. And I don't know why, it's the kids showing up for the holidays. It's Easter. Well, it's like there's nothing going on in this town whatsoever. The fact that this like teenager showed back up on a bus... They're like, front page news! We need to get to to this before anyone else breaks the news. It's like, there's no other newspapers within 90 miles. Yes, exactly. Oh, I I love that Lynn Shea shows up. Oh, dude, it's New Line Cinema. She's in all of them. Yeah. But I do want to point out, this was a $4 million budget, and it doesn't feel just like $4 million. Um, I mean, there's parts of it that feel more, but then also... There's parts of it, like, he goes up to his grandma's house, and it's all decked out in all of the Easter stuff, and it looks very cheap. I guess so. I'm just, like, shocked with all the special effects they have to do that they pulled off on $4 million. Oh, yeah. Uh, they had, what, the uh, Kyoto Brothers come back, correct? Yep. Uh, known from Critters and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Yes. But Brad goes to his grandma's daycare, and... It's chaos. His grandma's this, like, super vegetarian pita lady, I guess? Yeah, where, like, uh, it's all she, all she talks about is eating healthy, which it, it goes to a great gag later when the Krites, like, find her house and her food. But she, like, hugs Brad and is immediately like, you've been eating red meat. You know, all that does <laughs> is sit in your intestines and rot and die. Ew. Like, I, I'll get you a kale smoothie here. Get that right out of you. Dude, the kids in this scene are wild and have me dying. There's the paste-eating kid. There's kids <laughs> just running around screaming, like, just being, like, they're just as, like, chaos as the crates. There's one kid that's just stabbing a doll with a pin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sally Lynchay's character goes to interview the former sheriff, Harv, about Brad coming back. Um, different char- different actor this time, but same character. Okay. What, uh, he's like, I, he got voted out as sheriff during the last election, which means now he has to be a sad man who lives in, like, a trailer mobile home in the middle of the woods. And just leaves the door open watching TV in his underwear. It's Ash from, like, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Or, yeah, 100%. Um, 
almost like Dewey-ish from like Scream Five. If you yeah, put him a in a trailer. <laughs> yeah. But he gives a no to the interview and I'm not talking about those aliens. Like I think that's what cost him the election is the sheriff started talking about aliens invading town. Well also, if this whole town hates you and thinks you're like nuts, why are you staying there? That's a good point. He obviously has the means to leave, we see at the end of the movie. Yeah, he can hook his car to his house and go wherever he wants. Exactly. But the bounty hunters are on their way back to Earth, and we get names for them this time. I don't recall having names in the first movie. I, yeah, I'm not... I don't um recall. But yeah, but we get Ugg and Lee. Yep. Ugg is still in the form of Johnny Steele, and Lee is still formless. <laughs> yeah, Ugg's still like the hair metal lead singer. We get to the Hungry Heifer. The Hungry Heifer! heifer. <laughs> and... Wesley, the teenager who's selling the eggs earlier, won't leave Meg, the daughter of Lin Shay, alone and, like, just harassing her. And Brad does the little kid standing up to the bully, leave her alone! And It, re- it reminds me of, like, Back to the Future. It's Marty standing up to Biff. Because he's like, yeah. hey, you! And it's like, oh, he's way bigger than me. It's like, hey, uh, you know, just be nice, why don't you? I'm not trying to cause any trouble. But why is this town just letting this, like, random punk kid in, like, a leather jacket with generic beer just run around, harass women, beat up little kids? Because, like, he pushes Brad down to the ground, and, like, three adults just get up and move out of the way. Well, I think they're the same age. He's just small. Okay. But he shoves Brad down, Brad gets up and takes, like, a karate stance. (laughs) He has his, like, hands up in this weird position, and he's on his tippy toes. Like, come on, man, I don't want to hurt you. He might as well be going like, yeah! Like, when he's standing (laughs) there. But just smash cut to him being thrown outside. Yeah, and the bully dude's just, like, screaming out the door, like, get the fuck out of here, and blah, blah, blah. Once again, why is everyone just okay with this? Dude, this town is the 50s. 100%. Grover's Bend is a 50s town. It's like the Pumpkinhead town, where it's like in some weird time loop of it's the 1800s and the 90s at the same time. Yeah, exactly. But Meg pulls up in her truck. She's like, get in. He gets in their drive. He's like, you don't remember me, do you? Uh, And she's like, she's like, I look, I had zits, braces, and all this kind of stuff. He's like, oh, you're Meg. He's like, yep. And you're like, what do you do now? She goes, well, I'm, does your dad still own the newspapers? Like, yep, I'm a reporter now. <laughs> Brad has the worst game in the world, because his line is, like a Jimmy Olsen with breasts. Yeah, which immediately just kills any mood. It's like she just pulls over. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm taking you back to the hungry heifer. <laughs> <laughs> but the old man who bought the eggs from Wesley sells them to Brad's grandma as European Easter eggs for the Easter egg hunt after church on Sunday. Yeah, because grandma's like, what kind of eggs are these? And he's like, um, European? And she's like, oh! And you see him like, okay, she bought it. Yes, European eggs. They're $10 each. Yes. (laughs) But he's like, but that's not the price for the church, right? And he's like, oh, of course not. Um, did you also catch, because he has a dog, and he's giving his dog his, like, the slop, like, out of the can with a spoon. And then he licks the spoon. Yeah. <laughs> but 
then the the rest of the eggs that he kept, he didn't sell them all, are in front of the little space heater in the barn, like you said. And they obviously hatch. And they, I'm assuming they eat the dog? Yeah, they eat the dog for sure. Because at one point, he's like, Rover, where are you, bud? And he's like laying over there in the corner, and like a critter pops up. He's like, Rah! This is the first instance of the baby critters. We have not seen them before until this movie. No, I love them. They're so cute. Um, but they come after him, and I love that he climbs up on, like, a stool, and they start eating at the stool that he's on, and he <laughs> falls down into it, but of course he's eaten by all the critters. Do you see the one, like, takes a, like, a bite out of his foot? Yes. <laughs> There's, like, a bite mark out of it. It's, like, cartoonishly. Back at home, Brad's feeling, like, all nostalgic. He's going through a box of his old things. Finds pictures of Charlie and him because remember Charlie's only friend was this small boy. <laughs> yeah, he finds a little bounty hunter contact thing that they were given if he ever finds crates again. And this is I'm like thank you movie for reminding me that like Brad and Charlie know each other. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um. Also, after the grandma bought all the eggs, she gives one to the little girl who's with her, and she gives her a chocolate bunny, but like. <laughs> it's not wrapped. It's no. just like a raw chocolate bunny out in the sun. She hands like, it to this kid. Just like, sitting in a purse. Done this. There's lint stuck to it. There's like a penny stuck to it. Yeah, I'm like there's like what? one of grandma's oxies is stuck to it. It's like why is little Susie sleeping so well? Dude, that's a war crime to be carrying around a chocolate bunny like that. She's like, wow, thanks for the. Dollar chocolate bunny that you can get at like Dollar Tree, and then she doesn't even eat it. She carries it around with her. She like it's painting eggs later, and then she goes to bed and she still just has it. Yeah, <laughs> she never eats it. It's like this kid has no toys. <laughs> but she was given an egg, and at night that egg hatches, and it's POV baby baby critter cam, and like it's under the bed looking at stuff. Then her <laughs> arm like slumps over the bed is hanging there and it goes and runs for it right then the dad opens the door to come check on her and just steps on it and squishes it yeah and he's like oh sorry about your uh chocolate there honey it's like thank god you stepped on it because it's like putrid like rotten green yeah if that's her chocolate that's a problem that's like a ginormous cadbury egg if anything yes but it's fun because, like, she's, like, the little girl, for some reason, is coughing, and she's, like, rolling around in bed, and at one point her, like, arm, like, falls off the bed, and, like, the critter sees it, and it's like, mm, yum, yum, and, like, goes towards it, and the arm goes back up. Then her, like, foot falls off the edge of the bed, and it almost gets her. Yeah, they play around with it for a while. Yeah, what's the uh, little thing? It's always, you know, don't let your arm fall off the bed, or the monsters will get you. Exactly. Well, it's Easter Sunday, Brett, and the old ladies are at church hiding all the eggs. Yeah, I'm guessing. So it's not like, because I remember, like, Easter egg hunting, and they would put, like, the plastic eggs with, like, there'd be candy in it, or maybe, like, a quarter or a dollar or something, something like that. They wouldn't just take eggs and throw them around in the yard with, like, also, like, chocolate bunnies and stuff. How they do it's so weird. I mean, I had that. I had the real eggs, too, mixed in with really? that stuff. Yeah. Do they hard-boil them? Like, is that, do you yeah. eat the egg? It's a raw egg, yeah. 
You're supposed to eat the egg after you find it in the yard. Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> okay. Like, it's like, I turned out okay. It's like you're treating children like birds where you're throwing like, the bird seed out in the yard. It's like, oh, look at them eat. It's like, ah, yeah, yeah. So they're eating the shell and the paint. <laughs> I wasn't a fucking, like, maniac. I didn't, like, instantly eat the egg. I took it back to the house. I couldn't imagine ever being like, oh, look, an egg in the yard. Yippee! <laughs> Let's peel it and eat it. <laughs> I guess it is weird now that I'm looking back on it. It's like, what happens if you don't find a few eggs and they're by a window? It's just, like, smells horrible for a few days and it goes away. Well, I don't think they really make those ones hard to find. I should call my parents right now and have them yeah. explain themselves. Explain your why are you making me eat yard food? <laughs> <laughs> like there's one left over from last year and you accidentally eat it. It's like how'd your son die? Year old Easter egg. Year old art yard hard boiled egg. Hard boiled hard boiled yard eggs. <laughs> Just <laughs> treat them like birds. <laughs> Greg's out there just pecking at the ground. <laughs> Look at our boy. <laughs> but. The church service starts, and the new sheriff has been volunteered to be the Easter Bunny, and he's hiding the eggs. Here's the thing. I don't think the kids are seeing him, are they? No, because they're all inside church. Yeah, why, so why is he hopping like a rabbit, like hiding these eggs to nobody? Unless one of these kids is Walt Flanagan, because he can't see stained glass. That's bullshit. Everyone can see stained glass. Walt Flanagan can't. No, he's a liar. <laughs> but... But uh, he also, like, breaks the zipper when he's putting it on, so he has a little bit of a hole. And all the little critters outside have hatched, and they all just, like, jump into his crotch. And we're, like, going around the suit and everything. Yeah, they, like, eat him alive from inside the suit, and it's funny, like, from our point of view, because he's, like, he's just a big Easter bunny, like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. He, like, jumps through the window in agony. He's bleeding the church window in the middle of the service. All these kids see a dead Easter bunny. The mask falls off. He's bleeding out of the mouth and dies. And then they want to blame it on a farm, like, accident. Where's the farm equipment at with all the blood on it? It just took (laughs) off. Is this maximum overdrive? He ate one of those hard-boiled yard eggs. Yeah, and his his stomach exploded. He didn't fart enough. All the gas built up. <laughs> but now Meg thinks Brad was telling the truth. Like, she's like, you know what? He's probably onto something. Yeah, because the sheriff's stomach was just eaten out completely. Yes. They go to see former Sheriff Harv. And like, what are you doing? And he tells them, like, the critters are back. He goes, I'm hauling ass. I'm getting out of here. Yeah, I'm doing what you should be doing. Right then, the bounty hunters land and... Charlie finds a Playboy that fell off Wesley's bike when he was leaving with his egg profits. And Charlie's like, up, right here, fine earth literature. Like, really good articles. 
And Lee, who's still formless, sees it and transforms into the centerfold. And I love that he has, like, the staple in the stomach and everything that he takes out. Oh, it's funny as hell. But it's also for some reason, like, all of Lee's clothes completely, like, fall off of him when he transforms into the Playboy girl. It's also funny because it, like, shows, like, his butt swells into, like, a girl butt. And then the boobs, like, pop out of the shirt. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and like this girl like kill Christ. <laughs> and then she goes like marching off into the field and Charlie has the clothes behind her, being like, uh, Lee, you're gonna want to put these on because she's just breasts a flying walking through the field. So this was a real Playboy centerfold, and they used the real issue she was in and everything, like oh. to have it accurate. That's really awesome, actually. Yeah. Meg and Brad get to the antique shop and Sally is there, like, who went to go see Mr. Quigley, the old man, that she saw the critter, she's freaking out, runs to them, and dead Mr. Quigley just falls out of the building, and all the critters start attacking. They're going into their ball form and bouncing against the car and everything. Yeah, are they, like, pranksters, where they set the dead body up, like, at the door, where it's gonna fall, like, at the person whoever opens it? They seem like they could have a good sense of humor. They do, because this one also plays with, once, like, you could, the critters talk, and they have captions. <laughs> yeah, they do that in the first one, too, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy that. Um, but they're driving away, and it, back in Grandma's kitchen, the critters are in there, and they're like, oh, yuck, yeah. vegetables, when they're going through her fridge. This is, like, almost the copy-paste scene from, like, Gremlins. Yeah, a little bit. Because you even hear, like, a couple, like, fooey, fooey, fooey. <laughs> Like, I swear it's just gremlin sounds. But Brad and Meg arrive, and they're about to be killed by Kreitz, but the bounty hunters show up and save them. Well, yeah, because uh, he's like, um, my communicator, where's it at? And Grandma's like, you mean the remote? It's like, it's not a remote, Grandma. And he, like, pushes the button, and they show up, like, instantaneously. Like, immediately, like, an explosion happens. <laughs> yes. And then we get the Brad and Charlie reunion. Very heartwarming. Yes. Well, it's like, uh, Brad was, like, Charlie's only friend. And, like, uh, it doesn't seem like Brad really knows what happened to Charlie. It's just, like, he left. Yeah, he's out there being, like, an intergalactic bounty hunter. I don't imagine they catch up much. Yeah. But the hunters go to the Hungry Heifer, where the critters are (sighs) causing mayhem inside of it. And, dude, this scene, I... I'm in such a good mood watching this at this point. It's great. Like, they're, yeah. they're like, biting ketchup bottles, squirting and everything. And then, of course, the bounty hunters go in and start blasting them. My favorite is the one who gets his hair blown off and he's bald. That's, and he looks, a, that's he looks a great in the mirror one. and goes, bitchin' in critter language. It, like, there's critters, like, they eat raw meat. But for some reason, they're, like, flipping burgers. Like, they're having fun. Oh, they're having a great time. It's so funny that these, like, crit- uh, cr- little crites who are smart enough for intergalactic travel and everything, it's all just for food. Oh, yeah, that's all they want to do is eat. So it's like people, like, only made a car so they can go from buffet to buffet. <laughs> yeah. But the one falls into the fryer during this fight yeah. and you get, like, a fried critter. <laughs> it looks like a ham. <laughs> 
Um, dude, the Mick Garris podcast I was talking about where they were talking yeah. about this movie, it was cool listening to the Kyoto brothers talk about like all the things they had to do. Like the one that bites the tire and inflates and everything and then drives around yeah. and squishes. Like they're like, yeah, these were days to make just specific critters for tiny little two second gags. I love that one. Um, there's also like the one scene when they're driving away and like all the critters are rolling downhill at them, but then you could see where there's just a board set up that all the critters just smack into so they don't like yes. roll away. <laughs> exactly. But um, they get to the newspaper place. Meg's dad's quilled. So Meg, Brad, grandma and dad, like they drag dad to the truck. They all drive away and the whole town's gathering at the church. And I say, the quill just, like, makes you sleepy, right? It doesn't actually, like, kill you. Yeah, it's like a tranquilizer thing. Right. Um, in the church, Lee changes form into the worker from the Hungry <laughs> Heifer who played which, Eugene in Greece. And you know who else he played? Which, when I see him and I heard his voice, I'm like, it. of course it is. You know that horrible uh, Polar Express movie? Oh, yeah! He's the know-it-all kid. kid. Well, yeah. Actually, with the glasses, it's him. And I was like, of course it is. What was he doing playing a child in that movie? He was, like, doing <laughs> movies in, like, the 70s. How he was, was he a child there? He was born in 58. I guess he just still just has that <laughs> voice. He, <laughs> he's, like, in his 50s or 60s playing, like, the nerdy kid. <laughs> But, like, he transforms into him and a kill Krite, kill more Krites, and they leave. Because Charlie is almost like, no, 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 don't change. Because he likes having the Playboy girl running around with him. It's like, well, maybe Lee will, like, let me have sex with her. <laughs> yeah, that's got to complicate things in the bounty hunter ship. But yeah, Ugg is like, you have to change, Lee. Charlie is just viciously masturbating all the time. <laughs> It's night, the bounty hunters are out on the prowl, and Lee's body's rejecting because he can never hold form. And he looks, <laughs> and there's a movie store there with a Freddy Krueger uh, cardboard stand-up. And he starts turning into Freddy, but Charlie like holds up the Playboy. No, 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 no! This! This! Not that! Dude, being it was New Line and everything... How great would it have been for, like, a minute if you had Freddy Krueger as a bounty hunter just walking around saying, kill Kreitz? I would have, I thought the same thing. Get Robert England for, like, half a day. He only has to be in this form, say, for two minutes. Have him, like, walk around in the costume, like you said, say, kill Kreitz, and, like, kill one or two things, and then, like, change into something else. Yeah, I, I think that would have been great, but I get why... Yeah, we're not getting Robert England to pay his rate for that scene. For the yeah, Critters 2. Yes. And this, this is like the height of like Nightmare on Elm Street right now. <laughs> yes. But um, Lee's fighting with some crates in the alley, and he is yeah. killed. Poor Lee. I hate to see her go. Yeah, Ugg yells in like agony and loses form and is just white blob form now. And all the hunters in the town are at the church, and everyone's arguing amongst each other and everything. And I love like the old man yelling at, uh, at Brad and everything being like, ever since you showed up, all these things came. And then like, and I'm not going to listen to some form. Like what do you say? Like faceless alien either. Something like that. Yeah. I ain't listening to no people out of a UFO, no drunks, like looking at Charlie. <laughs> 
Yes. Um, real quick, uh, I want to mention that uh, there's a great chase scene between some critters and a little girl on a tricycle for no reason, which is hilarious. That's pretty much right here. And then also the sheriff, like the old sheriff, shows back up in his uniform. So does he just Mr. Leahy himself into the uniform of he just has it? Now he's just a drunk sheriff running around? (laughs) Like, Well, there is is an opening in town. The last one was killed in an Easter bunny suit. I don't think that's how it works. Of like, oh, okay, well, like, now you have the badge, I guess. And then later, at the end of the movie... Charlie gets the badge. So it's just like, okay, now you're the sheriff. I th- believe there are elections. <laughs> I guess. But in, in Grover's Bend, this is how it goes. Yeah, after Harv comes back, I'm back and spits the whole, everything's like going to be okay now. They start devising a plan thanks to Charlie. And Charlie is like, let's get them to the hamburger factory and blow it up. What the fuck is a hamburger factory? It's heaven to me. It's where I want to live. I want to just, I want to imagine a vat of just hamburger patties, and I just <laughs> swim in it. You know what it reminded me of? You remember uh, Freddy Got Fingered, the Tom yeah. Green movie? Yeah. <laughs> I have a job at the Cheese Sandwich Factory. Yeah. Oh yeah, the che- if where it's all they make is cheese sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what this hamburger factory is. Yeah. But their plan is to lure them there and then blow them all up. So they go to the, like, town hardware store that just happens to have explosives. Yeah, why does this hardware store have so much dynamite? What is going on in Grover's Bend? Yeah, I have no idea. Like, what use is this to these people whatsoever? I don't know. (laughs) They get so much dynamite. And I love they're like at the hamburger factory, just dumping food, opening it up and like hiding dynamite. Like they put it in like a vat of what looks like chili and then put the dynamite in and sprinkle cheese over top of it. So it's like, they won't notice. (laughs) They like put one in a pile of burger patties and put like a bun on it. And like, it's ridiculous. They just make a pile of cheeseburgers in the middle of the floor. And they set up this big, like, industrial fan and open up, like, the garage-style door to the factory and blow the smell out. And all the crates smell it, and one goes, let's roll! And they all start rolling after it. It's great, kicks. One of them is like, cheeseburger! <laughs> yeah. And all the townspeople are following them as a mob. They're like, let's just stay downwind. I guess they're yeah. not going to look behind them at all. They're falling way too close. Oh, yeah, they're just like, make sure you stay downwind as it, like, keeps cutting to a weather main. And you're like, at some point, the wind's going to change. Yep, and of course it does. And then one of the crates is like, live meat. And they go to start going after all them. But the big critter stops them. And granted, none of this is in English. It's all subtitled. But what it translates into is... No cheeseburgers, no bones, and yeah. they all start going back to the che- the cheeseburger factory. I just love the critters saying cheeseburger and over and over again, and this movie just makes me want to go to Wendy's so so bad. <laughs> yeah, but they all roll in. They shut the garage door except for the big one, and the big one is actually Ugg. He can change into a critter. Which was a cool thing, because, like, the giant critters, like, stand there. They're like, that must be the leader. And all of a sudden, he starts doing, like, the glowy, blue head shaky thing. And like you said, the yeah, Ugg reappears. And it's really cool. It's like, oh, I didn't know they could do that. Yep, and 
that makes sense because when they change form, sometimes they're taller or shorter. And if, well, if the critters are just like so dumb in this way of they're just like listen to whatever the biggest one is, why isn't this the bounty hunters thing every single time? This might be the first time they thought of it. They're like, oh, we can change into anything. He changed into Naked Lady. I'm Rockstar Man. <laughs> but they blow up the factory, and it's great. Everyone's happy. They've won. Meg and Brad are about to kiss, but then... I remember <laughs> through this entire movie, I was like, I remember part two being the cool one with the critter ball. And I was like, where the fuck is my critter ball? That's like my one of my favorite things of this entire series. It's the bounty hunters and the critter ball. Where is it? Yep. And because right here you think the movie's over, but yeah. smash, the big critter ball comes rolling out. Now, if you haven't oh. seen this movie for some reason you're listening, what the critter ball is is all the critters get together, I guess, hang on to each other and form a giant ball. Yeah, that rolls around, and it's great because, like, all the townspeople go running away from it, and it rolls over a guy, and all you hear is, like, nang, 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 and he's reduced to, like, a skeleton. Yeah, with a little bit of meat on it. It's great. Um, Brad and Meg start chasing it in the truck, and it's going right for the church where all the people are. (laughs) (laughs) They're chasing after the truck, and they basically play bumper cars with it, and they bounce it away from the church. Do you notice the effect? There's like a few different versions of this critter ball. Right. The one just, in some shots you can tell is just a giant soccer ball. Yeah, that it looks like just like cow hides on it, basically. Yeah, and then there's a close-up one that looks like what it is. The mouths, yeah. Yeah. But they bounce it away. Did you notice, because at this point the critter ball is rolling down the street, did you notice the people behind it pushing it? Yeah, that's the Kyoto Brothers. Yeah, well, I saw, like, one of their legs, and I was just like, ah, I love stuff like that. There's another one later, too, I'll point it out. Yeah, I noticed uh, when the they were just regular, like, individual balls, there was only one time in the movie I could see the fishing line pulling it that one, at one point. Yeah. But I just love that so much of, yeah, you see the Kyoto Brothers' leg, like, come into frame for half a second. But they bounce away from the church, but it starts circling back, it's going, but then... Charlie in the spaceship is flying at the ball. Oh my and yells, god. I'm a bounty hunter! And the ship crashes into the ball, exploding. Because at this point, I am like, Charlie just killed himself for no reason. The spaceship doesn't have lasers on it. Yeah, maybe there's, there's no weapons on this. Ball. The only way you can beat these, like, you're, it's this extremely um, advanced like civilization and the only thing you can do is go back to like world war ii tactics yeah (laughs) it's just like i was just like oh my god charlie is so dumb he's the dumbest person in the entire world (laughs) it's all over the next day people are cleaning up the town and brad's gonna get on the bus ugs there and turns into charlie he's like all right well bye bye charlie i mean ug but then ugs like no Charlie, and he smiles, but which is kind of like we, an honor thing, which is pretty cool. But then, real Charlie is still alive. He ejected yeah. at the last minute. He he has a space pair space parachute on because he's like, anyone know how to get this thing off of me? Dude, it's literally a backpack. <laughs> it's just a backpack. <laughs> it's like, at what point does the space parachute help at all? 
Maybe when you're, you know, when you're on a planet, I guess you could use it. Charlie just doesn't know, and he does it in space. He's like, eject! <laughs> it's like, oh! He's just frozen out there with them. <laughs> the chute never opens because you're just floating away. <laughs> or, like, does, but just does, like, fly out, just kind of, like, lightly spills out. It, like, opens and, like, it princes lays him back to the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> but Brad's getting on the bus, so is Harv. They say all their goodbyes and everything. Real Charlie's alive. And oh. the sh- another ship comes back for Ugg. Yeah, and, and I guess Charlie was just like, well, because Brad's leaving again. Charlie's like, I'm going to stay. And then Brad leaves. I wonder if there's any part Charlie like, God damn it, then I would have gone back to space. But Charlie gets a promotion from Harv. When Harv, you're not really the sheriff we went over. No. And now you're making Charlie the sheriff. This yeah, I'm is pretty the sure worst it's a, idea in the world. It's illegal for you to still have that badge that you have. Yeah, and just giving it out to the former town drunk who went to space. Yeah, and he, like, winks at him. It's like, there you go, Charlie. And he, like, Charlie puts it on, and then, like, li- the crane pulls up on the big town. Do you see Charlie's immediately, like, directing traffic? Yes. Um, this is another one of the things I said I wanted to point out. Like, you see the legs behind the critter ball pushing it. When um, Charlie and Ugg Charlie are circling e- themselves, like, each other... And it's like the same person, of course, and that's the big special effect. But you can see through their heads because right behind them, so badly rotoscoped. Yeah, there's a bus door behind them, and you can see the metal framework through their heads. It was like, oh my god, it's great. You see the green outline of them, basically. (laughs) And that's Critters Two, aka Critters Two, the main course, aka Critters Two, Electric Boogaloo. Yes. Dude, I had a great time revisiting this. This has always become like a yearly Easter tradition for our house. I like it because uh, I don't think of like any other Easter movie I care about. Yeah, this this is the big one. Well, this and Mr. Lobo does his Easter special, but that's like it. But yeah, so I think that's it, man. This is a fun time. It is. It's definitely a Gremlins ripoff. I don't think anyone makes any argument against that, but it's a fun one. And like I said, this has such a special place in my heart. This like puts me on the path to where we are here. Yeah, I have my movies like that, so it's cool to like see one of yours that you started out with. And it was so much fun to pull out my four film favorites Critters Collection DVD set. <laughs> Dude, I have it too. As much as I love that, like... I think it's Shout Factory or something that has that yeah. Super Critters like Blu-ray collection. I'm like, yeah, but I got this one for ten dollars for T on DVD. For oh yeah, the other movies. one is like so much more. Yeah, so I'll stick with that. Yeah. Um, the only one not on there is Critters Attack, which we will do one day. Yeah, I still need to see that. That movie's fun, but yeah, I think that's about it. You ready to get into Count of the Dead? Yeah, let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah ah ah. Alright, the throwing with more count of the deads where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we got with Critters 2? Uh, Critters don't count, right? No, 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 no. But Lee would, because that's a humanoid. Yeah, yeah they're humanoid enough, yes. Right, okay. I was going to say, and I love Lee and Ugg. Like, I love the bounty hunters. They're, like, my favorite part of the Critters movies. Like, they are even take uh, the place above the Critter Bowl somehow. <laughs> There's not too many. I think you have a good shot. Yeah, um, 
I'm going to say four. Off by one is five. Damn it. Fuck. Because <laughs> I know, like, I saw a couple, whenever the critter ball was, like, chasing the townspeople, I saw a couple people fall, but I wasn't sure if, like, they died or not. I guess they would have if they fell in front of the critter ball. <laughs> the ones who fell in front of the ball died, yes. Right. Okay. Other people were just tripping and then getting back up and stuff. Okay. What's well, Greg's count of the dead? Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. Uh, so basically, I take something from the movie and I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. But you know how Ugg and Lee, they constantly are changing their form? Yeah. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Like, it's so funny when Lee turns into the nerdy guy and Charlie's so, like, upset because he's not the Playboy girl anymore. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to do people that um, the bounty hunters would turn into. Like, you're Charlie, these are your friends. Then no matter what, they're the same people, but now they look completely different. Okay. So at number one version of their new appearance, the worst version of their new appearance. Oh, God. Um, Cisco and Ebert. Uh, yes, I was hoping that. I think I know your one and your ten. I was thinking, like, okay, I know where he's going with both of these. And ten, I'm going to, because there's two of them, so you get, I'm going to have <laughs> Bella Lugosi and Ed Wood. Yep. I don't care. It's not the actual people. I just want to be like, I'm hanging out with Bella Lugosi and Ed Wood. You guys want to make a movie? I'm, I'm like, very no, proud. Of, I was able to call your one and your ten right away <laughs> when you came up with it. That's perfect. Um, I'm going to give Critters 2 six out of ten. I like it a good bit. It's not one that I'm like, I revisit all the time. Like I said, I haven't seen the first one since we did the first episode on it. But um, it's one I enjoy revisiting every few years, I would say. I absolutely adore this movie. I watch it pretty much yearly. However, I think I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to give six out of ten things the Bounty Hunters could turn into. Oh, I thought you were going to give it a, like, I know it's not, like, the greatest movie, but I love it. So, ten! <laughs> no, because there's ones that are so much like that that I will do that. But no, the the six doesn't take away my enjoy. I enjoy it like a ten. Believe yeah. me. But yeah, six out of ten. It's a fun series. Yeah. That, that's the thing I got on. Uh, Happy Easter to those who celebrate. That's I'm like, good. We can pick the Easter Critters movie for this. Yeah, and, and uh, all else fails. You know, the day after Easter, all the chocolate's going to be half off. So get Hell some yeah. of those Cadbury cream eggs. I love. And. Go get some hard-boiled eggs in your front yard. <laughs> and enjoy the second best-shaped Reese, I would say, behind Pumpkin, because I don't like Christmas tree. Yeah, the, the egg is like a nice big blob. It works. Yeah. But yeah, we hope that Critters 2 has left your brain throbbing with horror. Alright, that's the end of the episode, guys. You know the drill. Follow us on all the social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin. Please rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And come back for next week for the next episode.